ready for some real wedding talk? Welcome to the Isle Podcast, run by the ladies of BTS Event Management, a luxury wedding planning and design company. We vow to be true and uncut so you'll get all the expert knowledge on all the crazy topics that you might walk into while planning your big day. We work with some of the who's who for their weddings professional athletes, top influencers, celebrities, and politicians all come to us for their wedding planning and design. And we're here to share all the nitty gritty details with you. So grab your mom, your best friend, or your groom-to-be, and let us walk with you down the aisle for this crazy wedding planning journey. Welcome back to the aisle for episode nine. Today, we're going to get really, really, really real, and we are going to discuss five harsh realities that most likely will occur during your wedding planning. So I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I love everything to be sugar-coated and amazing and wonderful and perfect, and I tend to try to create the most perfect reality that I possibly can, but... There is a harsh reality in the sense that things may not always go your way during planning. And I feel like it's an important topic to touch on because when you already know that things could possibly go in a different direction, I feel like it's a lot easier to cope and deal with when it happens. So stay tuned as we dive into this a little bit later on in this episode. First things first, I'm going to catch you all up on my personal life updates. So currently, I am really doing some self-work. And my biggest, biggest, biggest focus right now is making sure that I look at the glass half full no matter what life throws at me. I am super hard on myself and I really am a huge perfectionist. And sometimes this causes me to really kind of drill on myself super hard. And what happens is one thing will happen and I am a very obsessive as well. So I don't get it out of my head and it keeps ringing through and ringing through. And I just think of what I could have done different and how I could have fixed this and what I should have done to make things different. And it, what it happens is it's like this boomerang effect that one little thing will happen. And then I just start to attract more and more and more of this negativity and stress and just difficultness because of how focused and consumed I am about one little thing that maybe went wrong. And it starts to really affect my life in every single different angle. It'll start off like something little or stupid at work or something that I'm not happy with the way things are going. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, I'm stressed out at home and mad at my nanny and my health is going down and I get a sore throat and then something else happens at work. And and then it just becomes like this whole stupid snowball that never needs to happen. And so I'm aware of it and I understand where it comes from. And now I'm just doing the work on really focusing on not allowing things to get to that point. So if there's something stressful and ridiculous going on, hey, it's stressful and it's ridiculous. And you know what? We don't care. We're getting over it. We're getting past it. We're going to make sure it doesn't happen again. And we're moving the freak on because I can't keep living like this. And I know it's not just me that does it again. There I am being hard on myself and trying to like, you know, make everything perfect, but it really is something that I'm striving to work towards. So I'm constantly just telling myself, be the light, be the light, be the light, be happy, be 
you know, content with where you're at. I have a great life and I need to focus more so on the greatness. You know, I have beautiful kids, a super supportive partner. I have a wildly successful business. I own two homes. I do have great health. My kids have great health. I mean, like what else could a person really honestly want in life, you know? So I'm just really, really diving in and focusing on this greatness and avoiding being consumed by any type of negative. So just my own personal life update. I love to share these things because for one, it's therapeutic just to share and talk about. And for two, I find that, you know, we're all not that different from each other. We all go through the same type of weirdness. And so if I can share things that I'm focused and working on um, or things that come up in my life, then, you know, maybe I can help other people as well. So now uh, recapping for BTS quick summary of what's going on. We have a super cute wedding out in Tucson. It's actually right outside of Tucson at the Dove Mountain, uh, the Ritz-Carlton property. Beautiful, beautiful property. We are kind of coming to an end with our wedding season. We have, I think, one or two more weddings than in town. We have one in LA over Thanksgiving weekend, one in Puerto Rico, and then we're pretty much off for quite some time until the next year. I'm kind of bummed because we totally missed the mark on the holiday parties. This is something that I love, love doing. I absolutely just get a kick out of designing for end of the year holiday. And I always love to challenge myself to make something new and different and unique. So like, how do you do holiday that doesn't like pigeonhole you into one specific religion and doesn't copy and emulate things that people do year after year? So I I love the challenge, but we honestly don't have anything on the books yet. But currently I'm manifesting to get some last minute bookings. So where are you corporate clients? Come our way. We definitely have the space in December to get these amazing things going. And then, of course, we also have like all of our rentals and dance floor wraps and everything else that absolutely could fill the calendar for that holiday end of the year party time. So, you know, anyone that needs a great planner or designer, head our way. Okay. So as mentioned earlier in this episode, we are going to be focusing on five harsh realities that could potentially happen during wedding planning. So this doesn't mean that every single one of these is going to happen, but unfortunately one of these will. And I think it's really like helpful to know the things that happen. And as an expert that has been in this industry for over 13 years and has done a trillion weddings, I can absolutely tell you that if something is going to go wrong, it's going to fit into one of these categories. So be aware of it, be mindful of it, and understand that if it happens, you know, there's always solutions. So let's go over the things that I see kind of affect some of our couples sometimes. So first off, the most obvious, friends and family. You are absolutely bound to have one bummer bringer in your group. I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> how this happens, but there's always one jealous friend or an arch nemesis that's just like your fake friend from, I don't know, kindergarten. You just can't seem to shake this girl or it's a nosy aunt or it's an in-law or like somebody from your new family that's just not in line with kind of how you're used to being. And it's it's stressful and it it just like it can be like this almost kind of like torture chamber thing because every time you're heading into wedding planner, you have to deal with this person and nobody likes to deal with that person. 
But for some reason, that person will be at your dress fitting and they'll be at your mock up and they'll be there getting ready with you. And you're just like, God, get me away. Um, It's not worth burning a bridge. Um, I always say that wedding planning and airports bring out the absolute worst in people. And if you know that going into a situation and you see how people act, you just avoid, avoid them, create distance, move differently. Don't bring them into everything and you'll be fine, but definitely don't burn a bridge. You know, it's always the saddest thing ever. And it happens so often, but it literally breaks my heart when we start the planning process and girls send us over the list of bridesmaids. And then we get to the wedding and they're like, no, she's not in my wedding anymore. And it's like, oh no, what happened? But it honestly happens all the time. Next up, finances. Weddings come with a huge price tag. And if you are not having open, honest conversations and being responsible and having a very clear financial plan to this, it's going to cause stress and it's going to cause some turmoil, maybe with your parents or your spouse or whoever else is involved in the budgeting. So please, please, please make sure that you're having open, honest conversations about finances from the very beginning and be responsible with your decisions. Like if you have a certain amount of money and you have 12 grand allocated towards your wedding band, don't book a wedding band for $25,000. Like don't do it. It's irresponsible and it's gonna, you're gonna pay for it later, you know? So it's just, don't, don't do it. Just make good decisions. Let's see. Disappointment. There is going to be something that comes up in planning where you fall in love with the venue, but they just let your date go and you don't have it. Or you've been following a photographer forever, but she's no longer accepting clients. Or I don't even know. Something like that happens. Um, maybe there's a certain musician that you've always dreamed of having, but he just doubled his prices and now it's out of the budget. It's It happens. And all I can tell you is it always happens for a reason and something always better comes along without fail. So if something is not working out in your wedding planning, don't force it. Just let life happen and say, well, this wasn't meant for me. So now what? You know, and I guarantee you, you're going to be ecstatic with what comes next. So keep a positive eye out and don't let that get you down. Next up is unexpected happenings. So this could be sickness, injury, unfortunately, even like a death in the family, bad weather, natural disasters, last minute job transfer. You name it, we've seen it. It just, it's unbelievable what happens sometimes during a wedding planning journey. These things are never easy to get through. They're never anything that's predicted and they suck. I'm not even going to lie. These are things that are just like, man, I'm sorry. Like my heart goes out to our couples that have to deal with this kind of stuff, you know, while they're planning a wedding. And more times than not, I see it happening like right up against the wedding date. And I'm just like, no, but I just, you just, the the best thing to do is just, again, like focus on anything positive that you can. Don't let this spiral into other things in your life and just keep trucking along. Lastly is wedding day hiccups. So let's say you've made it through the planning process. You're at the finish line. It's the morning of your wedding and your flowers come in a little pinker than you wanted. It's a bummer. It's such a bummer. And there's not much you can do when it's actually wedding day. 
I've seen things like this happen. I've seen unexpected guests show up. I One time we had a bride have a stalker show up at the wedding. We've seen family feuds. We've seen uh, musicians that send a friend to do the job. That's not quite exactly what we had expected. I mean, it, it's just weird things happen. And all I can say is you have to brush it off. You just have to brush it off. You got to tell your planner, let your planner fix it if it's fixable. Um, and you have to block it out and enjoy the day. And that is, that's it. That's all you can do. The last thing you want is to focus on an unexpected guest showing up and then spiral or exchange words. And now it's gone to this huge thing. And then you know what? In five years from now, you're going to look back on your wedding and you're going to be like, dang, wish that didn't happen. Everything was so great. But that one thing, you know, because happenings turn into memories and memories stay forever. And so you just have to be really clear and protect your mind and protect your emotions and protect your day and not give into those kind of things. Like I said, you tell your planner, you have your planner work on anything that's fixable, anything that's not fixable. Um, You have her just guide and veer in a different direction or else deal with it after the wedding. And those are the only things that you could do. Those are the only options. So you just brush it off. So those are the five things that are just harsh realities in planning. And nobody likes to talk about them. They're bummer things. um, But I feel like it's so important to bring up and address and just listen, go through it, take notes and avoid any negativity if possible. You've got to just get your rose colored glasses on because this isn't a time that you want to start bringing any negativity into your life. All right, let's go to our questions from the DM. Um, What is your favorite wedding color combo? All right, guys. So if you look through our portfolio of weddings, it's very clear to see that it most of the time is kind of absent of color. So I tend to avoid using specific colors. Um, And it's not to say that I repeat things over and over because I can honestly say each one of our weddings is so uniquely different, but I just don't like to fall subjective to color trends and combinations that are really popularly used at a certain time because it's kind of like this weird wedding curse where a trend starts and it's great and everybody's on board, but then new couples are engaged and starting to plan their wedding and they fall in love with this trend but then their wedding isn't for a year and a half. So then they're doing this and then other couples get engaged because they've seen that and they love it. And then their wedding isn't for eight months. So then it gets pushed back even more. So you start to get in this hamster wheel of a trend and it takes a really long time for it to break. And it drives me insane because you'll end up doing the same color palette for like three years in a row. And it's like, oh my God, like if I see one more burgundy wedding, I'm going to lose my mind. So I always really tend to go for like the neutrals, whites, black and white, maybe some metallic accents, maybe some wood accents. I just try to avoid any of those color combinations. But if I really did have to pick a color right now, I would say I've been really drawn to blue, really any shade of blue. I think it's a very royal regal kind of color. I think that If it's mixed with like a blush, it it pigeonholes you into this one era. If it's mixed with a burgundy, then it dates you back even more. But if you really just stay with a blue and kind of white feel, I feel like it's really timeless as well and absolutely stunning. I feel like a light blue 
and white and cream kind of color is great with maybe like a royal blue bridesmaid dresses or navy blue. And then same with on the guys. I think that that is a really, really, really cool color combo or even black for them. I think that just goes very, very well. So thank you so much for walking down the aisle with us. Join us here every other Tuesday as we talk all things weddings. If you want to hear more, be sure to turn into Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play to subscribe to the aisle. Really appreciate any type of positive ratings and reviews as it helps the episodes get out even more. All right, we'll talk to you later. 